again. This is Amber Flores. I am a Christian counselor, mother, sister, and friend. Please know that what is said here should not replace anything that is said by your physician, your pastor, or your therapist. Please do not look to this personal segment as a counseling session for yourself. Okay. She said, okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So today we are talking about infertility. This is the basics of infertility. So basically it's known as the inability to conceive despite frequent and unprotected intercourse for at least a year. And man, it may cause, be caused due to low sperm count if the mobility of the sperm is low or a sperm is abnormal. In women, it can be caused due to problems in ovulation or other uterine abnormalities. That's a weird word. Major symptom is inability to conceive. So today, I'm going to be speaking with Miss Jennifer Keller. She is a friend. She is a pet lover, and that's minimizing that, and an Army veteran. That's right. <laughs> she said, that's right. <laughs> she's got, a, she's got a, a mini zoo, and I'm sure she's thinking about expanding that <laughs> when I get a house <laughs> <laughs> when they get the amount of square footage that's going to require that little mini zoo that's awesome. got, got two strays we're going to take with us there you go <laughs> <laughs> so Jennifer tell us a little bit about your journey your personal journey with infertility again this is about you um what you want us to know and kind of what you want to share well um it's just, uh, I hadn't really actually thought about having kids for like a long time. And I want to say probably within the past, I guess after I hit 30, mm -hmm. like I started thinking about it because I was like, I'm getting old and, <laughs> you know, I'm going to have them, I guess I better start. And uh, I had always had issues um, for quite a while um, with, um, you know, my period and it was always really heavy and, I, you know, I just thought that's just how it was and I just dealt with it. Right. Um, so I ended up going to, you know, a doctor and they're saying that I had all these um, issues, uh, you know, within my uterus okay. and, um, so, um, the, the one doctor, he really didn't speak English too well. So I really didn't understand what he was saying. Okay. But, uh, um, then I ended up going to someone else and, you know, she, uh, said that, um, I had a whole bunch of cysts, um, oh, on my wow. ovaries. Yeah. On my ovaries and in my uterus. Mm. Um, so that was one of the main causes um and uh why you know i i, I couldn't ever conceive it, it was okay. just a, a lot of issues there um and uh you know she said that they could go in there and do the surgery and like clean it all out right. and um then she said that i probably could conceive after that but the issue there was you know, they wanted a lot of money 
like to do the surgery and my benefits at the time I was working, um, you know, for, um, a company and their, uh, benefits weren't really that great. Gotcha. I was gonna, I was gonna have to come up with $1,500 up front, like for them to do the surgery. And I was like, you know, I'll have it. So I just, so I just put it off. I was just like, well, you know, I, I guess, you know, it's just not going to happen because I, I just don't have the money to do that. And uh, it really wasn't until this last year, um, I, I had quit with that company and went to a better one. I had better benefits. Um, my primary care physician kept urging me to go um, and see another gynecologist, you know, for like the yearly women checkups and all that. Right. Uh, so I went there and, um, you know, the... Uh, uh, she did the exam and everything, and uh, she found, um, she said there weren't cysts there anymore, so I guess they had, like, gone away or passed through or whatever. Um, oh, wow. I don't know. Like, it was just always so heavy, I just never knew what was going <laughs> I was like, on. Right. Yeah, I was like, let's just go around and out, but... <laughs> Nothing necessarily but, different, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, she said that I did have endometriosis and I had oh. um, a few polyps and one of them was actually holding open my uterine tube. So, uh, wow. so that's why I couldn't ever conceive and that's why my periods were all really heavy. So oh, I, I was actually able to get the surgery done and now it's actually a lot better. And um, she said that um, if I was to get pregnant, now would be the time to try after that because she said they can and probably will grow back. Oh, man. So, yeah. So it was like just a continuous issue. And I know my mom had uterine problems, you know, but I guess it was like later. She had her kids early, like in her early 20s. So I guess it's like she developed them later on. Oh, wow. Um, and I know there's one aunt on my dad's side that never had any children either because she couldn't oh, okay. conceive either. So it's kind of like a hereditary thing. Yeah, um, I was going to ask that. Like, it sounds like it's something that is within the, the family DNA that it can affect you guys. Yeah, yeah that's wow. what it seems like to me. <laughs> wow, that's that is... First of all, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know we've had conversations about it because I know it hasn't been easy for you, but that yeah. has to be just a lot of whirlwind of emotions just to deal with anyway, you know, just trying to figure out this and that. And then mm-hmm. it seems like every time you go to a doctor, you're, it's like more things piling on one another. And it's like, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, when I like things like that happens, like, okay, well, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen now? Like you've already given me some, so much bad news. Like, am I going to hear anything nice? And and it's like, yeah. oh, well, if you're going to get pregnant, get pregnant now. It's like, okay, so do I got to go force this to happen? Like, I can't just do that. Like, that's, <laughs> I don't have that kind of control. Right. I'm know? 39. I'm getting up there. I'm almost 40. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Oh my God. You know, um, and I, I did, I was obviously, you know, fortunately for me, um, you know, I, I was able to have um, kids. I mean, I, that's, mm-hmm. I did have struggles big during some pregnancies as, as well, but, um, you know, at least I did get, get to carry, you know, and I, so I did some research on, on infertility because I mean, it is, it is a thing obviously, but it's, it affects more people than we realize. 
Um, yeah. And I found the statistics that said that infertility is a condition, obviously the reproductive system that prevents this, the conception of children. It affects approximately 10 to 15% of couples throughout the United States. And some people are like, oh, that's not a lot. And it's like, that's actually quite a bit of number of people, like you yeah. said, that cannot have kids and that are not able to conceive and, you know, expand their family, but, you know, through their own, you know, conception, if they chose to do that. Um, and I'm, I, again, I'm sure that's not easy to deal with. Um, but when it comes to the information that the doctors gave you about that, like, do you feel like they gave you, you know, good information, adequate information, or even information that instilled some hope in you that it was going to be possible for you? Um, it really wasn't until the last um, gynecologist that I went to um, really, um, you know, uh, made it seem like I, I could at least maybe have one you know but nothing definite yeah and, and yeah and it's not even a, a guarantee and you know then also comes in the you know the thoughts that uh you know that comes with like maybe getting pregnant at you know a, a high age that you know there could be other issues that come along with that very much so would they consider like high risk or, or maybe the yeah like a possibility of high miscarriages or um maybe the uh you know the the child might actually end up uh having um you know, like a disability or, or right. something like that. Some sort of abnormality or something. Yeah, because I know that happens with women that, uh, you know, have, get pregnant, like, you know, in their mid-40s. Right. And right. so that, that's another thing, too. Like, uh, that's some other stuff to think about. That's crazy. You know, I mean, even looking like the struggle with infertility, you know, I'm, I'm sure that people, you know, ask questions or, you know, and I, I remember what that was like, you know, when you first get in a relationship or even like early on in a relationship, you know, people are asking questions or wondering if you're, like, you're going to have kids or you plan on having kids, you know, yeah. and knowing how comfortable, you know, we are sharing our situation, regardless if we choose not to, or if we can, it's, it's not easy, you know, and I think for just anybody in general, you know, if we want to open up about that, that journey, that's our choice. Um, yeah. If we don't want to, that's absolutely okay, because it's, we don't owe anybody that, that information. Um, you know, we can cut that information or that conversation really quick too, you know, you know, with whatever it is. Um, I've heard people say like, oh, you know, we're still trying to figure it out or we'll see, we're having fun now or, you know, or people take the spiritual route and, you know, like, oh, you know, it'll happen when God says, you know, we don't yeah. have a plan. And it's, it, it's funny because, and not ha-ha funny, but kind of like stereotypical because even though we want to have hope for, for things just in general, imagine having hope for, you know, a child is not as easy to come by when you know, it's like the odds are stacked against you. And yeah. that even though, even though you are having fun in your relationship and you're right, it is God's plan, that plan just might not happen. And that yeah. can't be something that's easy to, to deal with, let alone even accept. Um, but I mean, even looking at the struggle with like what they call unsolicited advice, you know, when people struggle, we automatically want to give a kind word or like encouragement, like, oh, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it. You know, to kind of pull you out of that moment. But even though they might be 
trying the best, sometimes we say the wrong things. Um, yeah. And it's not easy. Has there been any advice that you've gotten from people that you've either opened up to or kind of shared a little bit that they try to like kind of steer you in those directions? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's not really um, too many people that I've talked to about it. Um, just you and of course, Scott and uh, um, I think one of my friends at work, cause she went through the same thing. Okay. And she actually ended up having a son not long after she had her surgery. Oh, wow. Too. So, you know, she told me, she was like, you know, just, uh, you know, just all you can do is just have the surgery and then just try after that. And right. if it'll happen, if it's going to happen, it'll happen. So. Right. Okay. I mean, and again, it's like you said, you know, like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, it's, it's our choice of whether or not we want to open up about that about that yeah. stuff as well um because it, it is hard you know because i mean you never know how people are going to react or respond or again give yeah. this advice it's like okay <laughs> well thank you i appreciate it you're right you know things are going to happen <laughs> when they happen yeah. <laughs> well and, <laughs> and not just that but like you know i, I don't want to make anybody else feel like uncomfortable because it is an uncomfortable kind of thing like because then they they like put on the spot like oh you know like well, now I feel bad that I said something about that. And, you know, like, it's, <laughs> we should, <laughs> <laughs> not or, like, you know, talking about it, but not knowing the situation. And then like, right. I, and then like, if I tell them like, well, you know, I can't, you know, it's been hard for me and I might not have kids, you know, but, right. you know, and then, and then that makes them feel awkward and then I feel awkward and it's like, <laughs> well, you know, this <laughs> But it's true. I mean, when we look at just being a friend or a source of comfort to someone in that process, you know, we should really be wary of, like you said, like that unsolicited advice or the unneeded advice or unneeded expectations, because yeah. even beyond specific treatments and outcomes, it's important to recognize the uniqueness of that experience because you're like, like you just mentioned, you know, you had a friend at work, they ended up doing the surgery and receiving, not everybody's got that outcome. And just no. because it worked for one doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. It's, it's very not exactly. only unique, but it's something that everybody has to process on their own. And it can be very, you know, uncomfortable to process that. It's, it's like a loss, you know, a, a, an idea that you had in your life and it's just probably not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure that wasn't easy for you um, uh, and, and Scott to, to deal with or have to just kind of come to terms with. Yeah. Hmm. What have you noticed to be that helps you to, in a, to be a comfort um, when you are reminded of that? You know, when you are reminded, oh, wow, that's right, I can't, because I'm sure it's not, it's not like you think about it every day, but I'm yeah. sure there are reminders, like, especially like, I don't know, like when you see kids or, you know, think about, like you said, I'm getting older and, and yeah. it kind of brings that heartache. What kind of helps you in that moment? Uh, well, um, really what helps me is just, um, you know, I, I just, I just pray and, you know, I just talk to God about it. And then, um, you know, I talked to Scott and he's been very supportive. Um, I'm pretty sure he would like to have a kid, but he said, if, you know, it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. But, right. uh, and then, you know, I just got my animals. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably why I have so many is because kind of to fill the void a little bit, you know? Right. 
<laughs> I remember the first time I told Scott, I was like, hey, I was like, I texted Jennifer, she's not answering. I was like, tell her I said, happy Mother's Day. He's like, she ain't got no kids. I was like, she got all them puppies. She's a puppy mom. <laughs> he yeah. like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, I guess so. I guess so. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, we think of our pets as, as our kids. I was like, so she's a dog yeah. mom, a cat mom, a bird mom. You, Almost about to be a fish mom. I mean, who knows? <laughs> no, he, he was the birds and the fish. I didn't want those, but you're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna be surrounded by the cats and the dogs, and you're okay with that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even like looking back at you know, just having hope in situations, hope is very real and immensely powerful, you know, depending on how our, our level of hope is. And it's, but it's also in a time where it's it's our place to, to feel that hope. Um, the truth is, like you said, you know, no one knows what's going to happen. We don't know when, how, or if anybody's ever going to be able to conceive, um, mm. regardless if it's for, a, you know, your your situation or they just can't, you know, they just weren't built, their body wasn't built to do that. Um, yeah. And again, there's no need to be, um, to be, you know, to feel uncomfortable about that. I know it can be uncomfortable, um, but it's, again, it's, it's all about us trying to find hope and, you know, even if I can't conceive right now, where, where am I going to, you know, place this, this hope into you? Um, when it comes to just overall hope, where would you say your hope level of hope is now? Uh, I'd say it's probably about like 50, 50. Okay. That, that's probably about where it's at. <laughs> no, and that's okay. It could be one in 99 and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that kind of line kind of goes up and down sometimes too. Um, because I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with being hopeful or optimistic. No. Um, I mean, I'm very analytical, so I like to look at research and data a lot. But I mean, you know, we, we serve a very real God that you know we don't know what's going to happen. Um, no, that's sometimes true. Trusting it, sometimes trusting his timing isn't my best suit. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little frustrated in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it's about 50-50 just because, okay, like I had the surgery, I think in May. And then I know she had told me to wait um, to try to get pregnant uh, for like, I think two to three periods after. And um, so like we tried um, a few times, um, you know, like within the past like month or two and, you know, it hasn't happened. So it's just like, well, you know, maybe it will, maybe it won't, but. (laughs) True. You know, it's, um, I actually did some some research on you know just the strangest ways that um, people <laughs> utilize modern medicine to yeah. open up the door of fertility. And one thing I, I don't know if you've heard this or if you have, let me know. But um, chiropractic care was linked to be able to help women during infertility. Um, and it says researchers indicate that the root of infertility, obviously the problem of combination of ovulation, dysfunction, fallopian tubes, and other pelvic and hormonal problems. But some people have used chiropractic care to do that. Have you ever heard of that or any other alternative methods <laughs> <laughs> to no. kind of help that? I did, I've never heard that. I was like, what? Like, I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is weird. <laughs> what? Um, but... I mean, again, more of the research it was talking about basically when it talked about like the pelvic area, you know, some people are going to have like a tip uterus or something like that. And so like, you know, um, chiropractic care is basically, you know, they help us realign and stuff like that. So some people would mm. utilize that to help okay. them. So I'm assuming, again, it's just my assumptions is not 
you know, gold star approval here. I'm not a medical doctor, but <laughs> that's kind of what helped them. Yeah. Again, realigning that pelvis area to, to kind of help um, with that. But I had never heard of that. And I was like, okay. I mean, I've heard people take it like supplements, um, you know, obviously hormonal injections, stuff like that. But I had never yeah. heard of care being part <laughs> of the infertility process. <laughs> <laughs> No, that one I never heard of. Yeah, but I have heard of the um, like the hormone injections and the uh, supplements and vitamins and stuff like that. I've heard of all that. <laughs> right. Were any of those alternative medicines um, introduced to you? Like, did they ever talk to you about any of those, or did they think that that probably wasn't something that would really benefit? Uh, no, um, they didn't talk to me about any of that stuff. Okay. <laughs> Alex, I, I mean, again, I, this is an area that is definitely new to me because, you know, like I said, you know, I, I do have kids and I don't, I, I couldn't imagine my life without them, um, yeah. even though they're crazy and rambunctious sometimes and I want to thump them every now and then, I still enjoy <laughs> their presence. <laughs> um, but before we do get off of here, is there anything else you want to add on to this or maybe something you would like to say to Maybe if someone else is listening to this and they either they're going through this process or they know someone that's going through this process, maybe something that might have like been a word of encouragement for you. Um, well, uh, I know it's I know it's a very difficult thing to think about and to you know deal with. Um, fortunately, I've been I I feel like I've been pretty blessed to have you know some people in my life that um I can lean on and support me and um especially you know Scott um you know not a lot of guys probably would have stuck around with a woman that didn't (laughs) have kids so (laughs) or had issues yeah or had issues um you know and and you know men you know sometimes you know I'm pretty sure a lot of them once they get to a point in their life they want to have some too and right you know not a lot of guys would stick around with someone that couldn't so <laughs> i found I, I found a good one <laughs> <laughs> he's okay sometimes I yeah, agree. I agree. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much i really appreciate your insight um into this topic like i said when i asked you uh, if wanting to do that oh look there's our puppy kids now <laughs> Yeah. they want you yes. <laughs> apparently mommy's been gone too long yeah <laughs> um, again I really appreciate your insight I don't really know a lot about it um I can just know obviously what I can read but having the the heart behind it again it's just not my area of expertise or even the struggle that I've had so I don't really know what that's like I mean you know we've all experienced emotions but we all experience them at different severity levels so we don't really know what that's like um so I do appreciate your openness and your vulnerability yeah but <laughs> Other than that, as we come to a close, I mean, this is for everyone else. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments um, on this subject or any additional subjects, please let us know. Um, I would love to hear about them. Send us a message or a DM on Instagram and another woman's opinion. Please feel free to rate this segment a five-star review if you feel that it's giving you some additional information in any way, or if you would just like to offer um, Ms. Jennifer and other fertility, uh, infertility people um, a word of encouragement, please feel free to share this with a family member or a friend. Um, And so next time, this is Amber Flores with just another woman's opinion here.